Hello everybody and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 209 with a review of 21 and over. I'm Christopher Schneezy. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases, television shows, and web series from the past week and beyond. Each week you're going to get a couple of different episodes, you're going to get some reviews. This week we're reviewing The Last Exorcism Part 2, 21 and Over, and Jack the Giant Slayer, so check your feeds for all those. You're also going to get a trailer talk segment where we discuss some of the trailers that hit the internet recently, and a what we've been watching segment where we discuss everything we've been watching outside of the podcast. Carson Patrick, how are you doing tonight? I am doing fabulously well, I don't know. So you're not hungover? I'm not, I'm not, no, I, uh, I just drink a lot of milk. <laughs> you were trying to get to the top floor. Of, I was trying uh, to get to the eighth level, yeah. Yeah, very nice. You know, I, like, okay, I think I'll save it for later, but I just, I don't I had a, you know, realization during this movie. Okay. I'll, I'll reveal it later. <laughs> it's probably not going to be that big of a thing. It's just more of a, like, personal statement really than like an opinion on the film okay <laughs> i guess we'll get to that then well because like if i start saying it we we're gonna start talking about the movie and then you know I, don't want to don't want to you know divert our uh attention away from it true. in the beginning true we wouldn't want to spoil anything that we're going no to exactly yeah because, um, you know, there's this really highbrow conversation that we're going to have when we discuss 21 and <laughs> over. We wouldn't want to preempt any of that. It's not exactly a movie you can spoil, but yeah. Yeah. I just noticed that the tagline for this film is Blackout the Date, March 2013. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the on the trailer page. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, 21 and over. This is from people who wrote The Hangover and uh, involves some uh, just just of age drinking. Yes, yeah. Lots of crazy hijinks, um, shenanigans, uh, some possible nefarious things that could happen during it. True, yeah. I mean, I know Carson, every time every time I wonder if he's going to show up for the podcast, because I know he's just going to be, like, blitzed out of his mind and, uh, <laughs> you know, probably going to be either arrested or, you know, attacked by wild animals or something and not make Have it to the podcast. Have a stuffed bear glued to my genitals. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, that's a normal thing that you do when you're alone anyways. Oh, yeah, of course. Th- th- you do that on a sober day. I'd hate to see <laughs> hate to see what, what you're gluing to your junk when, <laughs> when you're drunk. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, Not be pretty. Should we just get into this episode so that we can finally arrive at your epiphany? Yes, yes. All right, well, let's take a look at the trailer for 21 and Over and then get into our review. 21 years ago. Jeff Chang entered the world naked and screaming. Tonight, movie 21 forever. He'll end up the same way. Oh my God! Where's my son? Well, we watched Cold Case, made paninis, then went to bed. Jeff Chang's dad is gonna honor kill him. I said an awesome idea. He's still breathing, right? Who cares? One more party, then we'll go home. You sure this is the right address? How are we gonna get him down? We're gonna throw him off. What? No. I've done this a thousand times. Oh my god. Did we just kill Jeff Chang? 
Jeff Chang. This is your 21st birthday. This is the day that your best friends take you out. 21. Blackjack mother. This is the day that you become a man. I feel really alert right now. I feel like Spider-Man. Twinkle, twinkle. Is that Jeff Chang? <laughs> Jeff Chang, we're coming, bud. Get down immediately. What are you doing, sir? I think he's getting down. Yeah, I know, I see that. I'm just saying, technically, he's doing what you asked him to do. Oh, my God! Did we just kill Jeff Chang again? Do you know this guy? Why, because I'm Asian? We don't all know each other, you racist mother... Whoa. Oh, wait, I do know this guy. She was cute, right? Yeah, she's cute, she's just not my type. What is your type? Girls, I want to have sex with me. All right, so 21 and over, Jeff Chang is turning 21 today, and you know, today in the film, and his oldest best buddies have shown up, and they're going to take him out and just give him an awesome 21st birthday drinking celebratory uh, awesome time, and you know, that might not be such a good thing, because Mr. Jeff Chang has to get up early the next day and go to some interview thingy that's going to be important so that he can become like some sort of medically doctory type dude, and uh the buddies are like, you know what, screw that. Screw your uh, a-hole of a dad who works for the Dharma Initiative. Um, <laughs> we need to go out and have an awesome time partying. So they go out, and things get a little out of hand, and a bunch of shenaniganry happens. And, you know, the two best buds have to try to, you know, make sure that they can get Jeff Chang back in time to possibly go to this thing that he has to go to the next day. And, you know, the big thing is, are they going to make it? What the hell is going to happen? Is Jeff Chang going to survive this night of crazy partying? And I uh, just don't even know. So much yeah. suspense. Yes. Is he going to be 21 or is he going to be over? I mean, it's we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. So, Carson, what did you think of this film? Okay, well, here is my epiphany that I had during this movie. Um, specifically during the scene where they... Uh, we're going through all the levels of this frat house and just the different levels of drinking games and stuff. I was just like, I, I know there are people out there can do this. I could never do any of the things these people are doing. I <laughs> would be done by level one, like level one. I'd be like, guys, I'm done especially after they're chugging the milk. Like, I don't know how somebody just didn't throw up right there. Well, I I, I think most people throw up if you have to chug milk without even <laughs> drinking at all. But, uh, no. but, and then like, you know, chase it with another beer. Well, the thing is with, with a lot of these drinking games, the point is like by beating somebody else, you're causing them to drink and you're not having to drink. Um, so that's true, but you're still have already drank like copious amounts. Yeah. I mean, if, if these, if these people had consumed as much alcohol as this film is, is led to, um, yeah. try to make us believe they had during the night. Um, they, yeah, they, they'd all be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Although I do know people who like Jeff Chang can just drink, 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 just keep on going. And then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway though, <laughs> Um, (laughs) I, uh, okay. So, well, I mean, 21 and over is exactly what you think it is. I mean, it's not groundbreaking. It's, uh, not particularly smart, but, uh, (laughs) no, it's not. I laughed a lot during this movie. I laughed. I I will say that I laughed much harder than uh, a couple of the comedies that have come out recently. Uh, (laughs) identity thief. 
<laughs> especially. Um, I mean, this is a movie that just is brash. It's stupid. It's 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 exactly what you think it is. I mean, it goes for it. It doesn't hold back. I feel like that it earns its raunchiness, uh, unlike, like I said, a, a movie like Identity Thief, where it's R-rated, but doesn't didn't feel like it to me. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I heard, a, I saw a lot of people, like, it doesn't have very high Rotten Tomato score, and a lot of people were just saying, like, they're hating on it online. I was just like, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just the mood I was in. I just thought it was really funny. Like, I, I felt like the, uh, the the three guys that they cast in the film were all worked well together. And uh, I don't, Miles Teller, man, that guy is hilarious to me. Like, he's just, he's got like a Danny McBride-esque style humor. And I don't know, I just felt like it was, uh, it felt to me like Project X, but with, you know, actual humor and people that you liked <laughs> yeah um people who are likable i mean uh the character of miller in the film played by uh, miles teller like he he feels like the same character that the like i, I can't remember his name but like the the fat like you know comic guy in project x he, he's play basically playing they're basically the same characters where they're just kind of like the douchey uh, a hole best friend. Yeah. Um, of the three, and while you know, in Project X, he just came off that way. In uh, in this film, I felt like you know he is that guy, but he's that guy that you you know, he's human. He's humanized at least. Like he's a guy where you're just like yeah, he is. He's he's this way, and that's you know how he is. And he's like, there's always a friend like that. That you're a guy that you know. Who, who is that way? I don't know. I felt like it's just a perfect example of how, you know, playing it a certain way can, you know, really make or break uh, a movie like this, I, I feel like. And uh, I don't know. I just thought there were, like, a lot of really memorable lines. And I mean, there, there wasn't a moment where I wasn't laughing, I felt like. I felt like it was pretty consistent and just, like, it was quick, it was over, and... I, I had a fun time. I mean, it's definitely, I feel like, the funniest movie, the hardest I've laughed since, like, 21 Jump Street, although it's not nearly as good of a movie. But comedy-wise, I feel like I haven't laughed at a comedy this much in a while. Yeah, I, I remember when, when uh, 21 Jump Street first came out and you were you were praising it. And I was like, eh, I don't really think that's... Like, it didn't look that funny to me. And when I saw it, I was like, no, okay, that was pretty freaking hilarious um i i don't think i don't think i enjoyed this one as much as 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 you did um comparatively like when the, when you were talking about how much you were laughing during 21 jump street I, like i had the exact same reaction to it um this one i like i i didn't have a problem with this film at all like i i enjoyed it it was kind of fun um but like i wasn't i wasn't like out loud laughing part of that would could be just that there weren't that many people in the theater with me so it wasn't like i was vibing with the rest of the people but I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was fun enough to actually enjoy everything that was happening. I mean, I kind of wish that we had more from Jeff Chang himself, just because he. I mean, it, it's you know this is this is written by the you know the same people who wrote The Hangover, 
and it shows like the way it's constructed in that like once Jeff Jeff Chang gets drunk, he's sort of out of the picture for most of the film. Like he's he's always present, but yeah. it sort sort of becomes this like weekend at Bernie's type thing where they're sort of just dragging <laughs> him around, and he's right. you know not he's not dead obviously, but he might he's as well passed out. Yeah, he might as well be. <laughs> um, yeah. So a lot of the hijinks happen in connection with Jeff Chang, but they might like Jeff Chang might as well have been lost and they're just trying to find him. The fact that yeah. he's with them and they're trying to find his house. It's still sort of that same formula. Um, it's, it's basically the same hangover formula, but with younger, with a younger cast. Yeah. But instead of having three different distinct personalities working together to, yeah. to cause all the hijinks, we only have the two guys and that, that, that it still works. Like they, they, they have a good com- camaraderie and like they're, they each have distinct enough personalities that what they bring to the table is pretty interesting, but you still kind of have like, you, you basically, you, you only really have uh, like Ed Helms character and Bradley Cooper's character. Like that's all you <laughs> there's have. There's no weird, like, yeah, there's like no Zach, Zach Galifianakis <laughs> character. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you're kind of like, you're missing. Like <laughs> Zach Galifianakis character was uh, the chief. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But he's not like actually with them. All he's the time. just the guy who shows up. I did like the the chief payoff stuff, um, though. I, <laughs> that I thought that good. was that was pretty good. So yeah, I, I think that what it comes down to is that this is a film a, a, a film fun. Um, this is this is a fun film, and I had a good time with it. But I don't think it like reaches any sort of awesome level of no um, no thing. yeah. And it does it does take some surprisingly um, I guess sober turns. I will say, um, <laughs> it, you know, it, it it brings it brings things to the realm of the real. It's not all just crazy hijinks, um, but I, but I think it could, you know, like it, it brings some serious things, and then it kind of backpedals away from being a serious conversation. Um, but it, it it still it still at least tries to um, to say some things that aren't completely missed, I guess. Like it 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 does it it tries to do stuff well and. Uh, yeah, I had I had a good time with it though. It, at least like at least going for some heart is better than just being a straight up obnoxious like Project X. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like th- there was literally nothing redeeming about Project X. Like this, yeah. This while it may miss a little bit on some of its attempted, uh, like big profound statements, it it is yeah. at least trying to say something that's higher brow than what we're being you know fed the entire film, which is. Which is, you know, to its credit, it's it's trying to do something. It's trying to to be interesting in a way. Yeah, and I mean, these two guys who wrote The Hangover, um, they also wrote The Change Up, which I thought was hilarious to a level of uh, to to The Hangover. Really, I mean, it's uh, people crapped on that movie too, but like, it just did. I mean, th- this and that and Twenty One Over. I mean, they just remind me of movies like from the eighties. Or uh, that they were just like so stupid and silly and like you just sit and watch and you have a good time and you laugh at it. Like I just uh, and and I know a lot of people like, you know, crapped on it. But I was just like, I don't know, man, something about it. I just I just I laugh, man. That's all that matters, really, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's I, I feel like, uh, you know, not only because it's a, a college set film, but. There's a lot of '80s flavor in this. I mean, the, the the stuff at the end of, I mean, you see a bit of it in the trailer, but just like the stuff with him driving at the end and them like spinning their car. I don't know. Just it's just 
it's got it's got a wacky sense of humor and uh i don't know i i guess you'll either go with it or you don't yeah i i think i think it is if if it's something that would get you to walk into a theater period i think you'll enjoy it on at least some level because if 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 the trailer gave you enough to make you want to see it then it delivers on the thing that you wanted from it oh yeah yeah I think if you thought, yeah, if you thought it looked funny, then I think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. Um, even if you didn't think it looked funny, I would still say like, hey, just try it out because it, you know, might be funnier than you're thinking it is. Yeah. Cool. Or not, you could just be like, it's dumb. I don't know. Well, any last thoughts about this one? <laughs> um, I f your laptop, dude. Get a desktop. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little. That, that, that <laughs> one of the yeah, it was a profound statement right there. Yeah, there there was a lot of stuff with with that little group of cheer, <laughs> cheer squad guys that was uh, a little little out there. I did like all the stuff with the with the Latina sorority house, dude. It was so like I read a review and they're like, oh, this is like so racist and like you know, uh, misogynistic or something. And I was just like, I it, I thought it was so funny. Yeah. I'm like, who cares? It was stupid. It was hilarious. Anyway. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man. When he opened the door, he's like, thank God you're white. <laughs> I think I laughed. I think that was like the hardest I laughed. <laughs> Other than Jeff Chang walking into the bar going, where are the white women at? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like, like... <laughs> It's it's funny how racist this is without getting too racist. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, and that's and that's how like the change up was. It, it was just like it it just went for it and like it was just all the more funny for that reason. Yeah, like it, it's saying a bunch of things that are technically racist, but it's not being like offensively racist while it does it. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh should we just get into our verdict for this film? Alright, yes. All right, Carson, if you're going to place this on a scale of must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must-avoid, where would you place it? Uh, I would give it a recommend with a caveat. Uh, <laughs> caveat being you could also watch it <laughs> as a rental. I don't know. Like, just go see it. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. I. The caveat being you may not think it's as funny as I do because – of the humor. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that I'm probably just going to give it a wait for rental. Um, because like it, it was funny. I enjoyed it, but like there's nothing about it that I think that I would make me recommend it to somebody. Um, so I, I'm going to knock it down just a little peg and just give it a wait for rental. But it, it is funny. And like, like I said previously, if this is something that made you want to step into a theater to see it, you will likely enjoy it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think anybody who went to see it that was optimistic would be disappointed by it because I think it delivers on everything that it was promising. Um, but if, if you were like, uh, I have no interest in saying that, I don't think it's going to elevate it above um, what you kind of expected from it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you have it. That is a recommend with a caveat from Carson and a wait for rental from me. Uh, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Cool. People can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com uh, or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. 
You can find the podcast over at thespoilthewarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show, including our other reviews for The Last Exorcism Part 2 and Jack the Giant Slayer. You can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thespoilerwarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at thespoilerwarning.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will likely come from the soundtrack to 21 and Over or Jack the Giant Slayer. Either way, we'll figure it out when I get to editing these. So, uh, thanks for joining me, Carson. Uh, yes, thank you for having me as I drink this water. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we will catch you in our Jack the Giant Slayer episode. Later. Yeah.